We're learning Daf Chaf Hayyam and Aleph. We're beginning with the last word on Chaf Dalad Mabez. The Mishnah says, Omer Yivarchucha Tovim. The person says in his tefillah, Yivarchucha Tovim, good people, righteous people, should bless you, should daven to you. Harizadir Chaminus, that's the way of Minim, above the Avodazara. And Rashi explains, we believe that everybody is uh, is uh, is called upon to, to praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Davka, some Rishayim, Rashi explains that pizza Maktoras included an ingredient called Chalbana. And Gemara says Chalbana has a bad smell. And the Pasuk concluded it with the different ingredients in the Ketoras to show that we need all of the elements of Klai Yisrael to be Baguda Achas in one unit, in one group. When we come together, Davin, if a person says, Al Kansipo Yagirachamecha, your mercy reaches the nest of the birds, he's referring to the mitzvah of Shilachakan, where you have to send away the mother bird before you take her eggs. So your mercy reaches the nest of the birds in the same way your mercy should reach us. Or he says, For all the good that you do, your name should be mentioned, you should be appreciated, implying that for the bad things that you do, then, uh, you know, we should not uh, recognize your involvement in that. We don't, we don't give you a bracha. Or he says, modim, modim, when he says modim, he repeats himself twice. Meshat so for all these things, we silence him. We tell him, don't say that. It's inappropriate. We'll see them more in the Gemara. If a person changes the rayas, meaning he reads the words of the ervas avicha, ervas yimecha, and he translates it not literally. In the Gemara, it means that he says erva doesn't mean literally exposing a parent or being involved in an incestuous relationship with a parent. It rather means embarrassing a parent, shaming a parent. Vishakinas also him too. We tell him, be quiet, that's not the correct targum. Haomer, somebody says, when the Pasuk says, from your children, you shouldn't give to pass before the Molech, which is a certain kind of Avodah he says, rather, it means lo sitting, don't give to uh, impregnate an Armenian woman. We silence him with anger. Again, this is an inappropriate, seemingly inaccurate translation, Targum, of the word, and we silence such a person. So, I going to go through that. So, we understand why the person says modim and he repeats himself modim. That's no good. It looks like he's referring to two authorities. He's thanking two authorities, two gods. Obviously, that's no good. And if he says that for the good things that you do, your name should be mentioned and recognized, Nami, that's also inappropriate. Because that sounds like Al Tov in for the good things the Kaddish Baruch does. So we'll thank him and bless him. Not for the bad things. But it's not true. It's not the mission that says a person is required to bless the Kaddish Baruch Hu for the bad that he does, just as he is required to bless him for the good. For the good, we make a bracha, and for the bad, we make a bracha, dynamis. You do need to make a bracha. Ella, but practically, what we don't understand is that when a person says, because your mercy reaches, or just like your mercy reaches the nest of the bird, my time, what's the problem with that? What's the problem with mentioning the fact that Akash Baruch Hu's mercy reaches the nest of the bird, and, and so too it should reach us? So the Gemara brings him a chalakis. So two Amuraim in Eretz Yisrael argued 
over this point. What's exactly the issue here? Yosi bar Avi and Yosi bar Zvida. What were the two opinions? Chadomer. So the one of them said that the issue is mipnei shemat ukinah b'maisipreishis because he's going to make jealousy among the different creations. In other words, Rashi explains this one mitzvah when you want to take the eggs or the little chicks out of a bird's nest, send away the mother bird first. Don't take the don't take the mother bird away from the eggs. I don't take the eggs in front of the mother bird. How about the other animals? How about behemoths? How about chayas? So you're going to create jealousy, you know, in the animal kingdom. And the one says, You're making the vidais, the mitzvahs of a kaddish baruch hu rachamim. It's though the motivation was rachamim. The end of the is only gzeiros. Kaddish baruch hu actually explains it's gzeiros, meaning to say, kaddish baruch hu created a mitzvah here. He created a bird and he created an egg. And it created a situation where we have a mitzvah. It wasn't that Kaddish Baruch Hu had mercy and rachamim, and on the contrary, the, the, the whole situation in where there's a place for rachamim is a construct, is a creation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. It's essentially Xeris. It's not essentially Rachmanis. We see in it, within the construct of this mitzvah, of the creation of this world that we live in, we see rachamim. But the motivation from Kaddish Baruch Hu's perspective it's not essentially Rachman, it's essentially Xeris. There's a certain who went down before the Teva, in other words, he davened before Rabbah, he was the Shliach Tzibur, and he said, You have mercy on the nest of the bird, so you, please be merciful, have mercy on us. So Rabbah said, Wow, how well does this you know, Rav, you know, had to appease his master, his creator. Rabbi gave him uh, Yashar Koyach. Amr Abaye, Abaye heard this and he said to Rabbi, doesn't the mission to say that we silence a person who says things like this? So the says, of course, Rabbi knew that. Rabbi, so why did Rabbi compliment He wanted to test out Abaye. He wanted to sharpen Abaye to see if Abaye would realize that uh, that he made a mistake, to realize that he was violating the mission. There's another Ma'isar who, another Shtiach Sibur, the Nachis Kamei, the Rabbi Chanina, he went to Davin for the Amr before Rabbi Chanina. Amr, he said, Akel, Hagadal, Hagibar, Vihanora. Then he continued, Ha'adir, right, the great God, Ha'chazak, the strong God, Ha'amit, the brave God. So, and then when he finished Amr, so Rabbi said to him, so Rabbi Chanina said to him, Siam, Tinu, the Shavachi, the Marech, now you finished, you're done praising your master, creator. Why are you adding on praises? Hashta, Hanitlas, and now the three things that we do say, Hagadah, Yibar, Vanora, he loved the Kasbinu Moshe Baraisa. If not for the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu had written them in the Torah, the Pasuk in the Torah, and Ancient Knesset Agdala would have come and institute them in the Lashon and the Tvila, and we wouldn't say them, meaning we couldn't even say those three praises. We say them because it's in the Torah, it's Ancient Knesset Agdala instituted them. And you're saying even more? What's the problem? With this, It's like a person who has billions of dinners of gold coins. Tremendously wealthy. And people praised him for all the dinner kasif that he has. But he has billions of gold and you're praising him for silver? Like, it's a shame. It's a disgrace. So when you praise the Kaddish Baruch Hu for the little, the little bit that you're able to recognize 
and you're missing out so much more that there really is, it's a kenai, it's not a shvach. It's inappropriate. Aru v'chanina. Hakobi deshamayim. B'chanina says, everything is v'deshamayim. Chutz v'yoreshamayim. In other words, Rashi places explains, a person is, um, it's predetermined, you know, if a person is going to be a chacham, or a tipish, a wise man, or a fool, if he's going to be rich, if he's going to be poor, if he's going to be strong, if he's going to be weak. But what's not determined is a person going to live with Yerashamayim or without Yerashamayim. The decisions that he's going to make, essentially, is Bechira, to be Bochir Bera, or to be Bochir Betov. Remember, like it says in the Pasuk, Ve'ata, now Yisrael, Kal Yisrael, Ma'ashem Elokech Shalomimach, what does the Kodesh Baruch Hu want from you? Ki'im Yira, other than to fear him. The only decision that a Kodesh Baruch Hu leaves up to us is to give, is to be Yari Hashem, to live with Yerashamayim. Right, that phrase, what does Hashem want from you already? It seems like from that, the year, that this idea of Yerash Hashem, it's a small thing, it's no big deal. What does Hashem want already? But of course, Yerash Hashem is, is a great big deal. So how do you say, what does Hashem want already? The Gemara says, well, no, it's really true. Or, yes, it's really true. Who has it, it's a small thing. In other words, when you choose that path, the path to live with you as Hashem, you realize actually how uh, how easy it is. Once you do it, once you have it, it's easy. Mashallah is like a person, like a person from who they ask a big vessel. People ask me, can I have a big vessel? Can we borrow? If he has it, it's like a small vessel. No big deal. You ask somebody who has something, if you can have what he has, it's no big deal. But uh, if you ask from somebody a klikatan, a small vessel, he doesn't have it. To him, it's like you just asked him for something huge. It's all relative. If you have it, it's no big deal. And if you don't have it, it's a big deal. Amin says, If a person says, Shema, Shema, he repeats the words of Kriyashma. That's the same as saying, meaning to say that we'll tell the person to be silent. We'll tell him, don't say that. It's inappropriate. It says, If a person says Shema and he repeats it again, meaning Shema, Shema, he's a Maguna. So such a person is Maguna. We look down upon him. But it doesn't say you keep him quiet. Maguna Hudavi, he's Maguna. But Shatukilam Shatkinale, we don't uh, silence him. So Rabbi Zaira said that it's the same as saying, Modi, Modi, man, we'll silence him. But the Brahisha seems to say that it's Maguna. But we don't silence him. So when says low cash, it really depends. If he says one word at a time and he repeats it again, then it's Maguna. If you say one word at a time and you repeat it, that doesn't seem to be um, something coherent. It doesn't seem to be you're addressing two different authorities. That just seems to be that you're, uh, you know, talking in a funny way. That's Maguna. But but that's when he says one Pasuk and repeats it. In other words, if he says the whole Pasuk, uh, a whole phrase, Modi Lach, you say a whole sentence, a, uh, a coherent sentence, and then you repeat it again, the time then you repeat it, so then it sounds like you're addressing two different authorities, then it's an issue. If you say the whole Pasuk of Shema Yisrael, that would be an issue. But to say just Shema, Shema, uh, you know, that would be not so bad, that would be Maguna. That's what Rashi explains. But the others explain just to reverse. When a person says the whole Pasuk, Again, that's Maguna. But to say the words, each word twice, each word one at a time, each word over and over again, 
that would be Mishat Knesset. So I'm going to pop the Rava. So Papa says to Rava, I don't understand. Maybe before, the first time, he didn't have proper Kavana. Now he's having Kavana. Meaning somebody said, Shema Yisrael Shem Elokeinu Shem Echad. Perhaps he didn't have Kavana. You have to have Kavana to be a Kabul Maybe he wasn't focusing, and then he realizes, and he wants to repeat it again, and he wants to say it with the proper Kavana. So why should we be Mishat Kinosa? Why shouldn't we allow him to do it? Amalei, so Rav Sestra, Papa. He didn't have Kavana the first time. A person deals with the Kaddish Baruch the way he deals with his friend. He acts with the Kaddish Baruch the way he acts with his friend, meaning I can imagine the person talking to his friend and, you know, spacing out, having his mind focused on other things and saying something. All right. But can you imagine a person talking to a Kaddish Baruch that way? Now, when he says that Pasuk the first time without Kavana, that's what he did. But nobody noticed. If he goes ahead and repeats it again, then he's revealing to everybody that the first time he spoke to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he wasn't even thinking about what he was saying and who he was talking to. So therefore, it's a bizayon if we allow him to repeat it again for Kaddish Baruch Hu, he's showing that he talked to him without Kavana. If a person doesn't have Kavana, we don't let him do it again. We hit him with a, with a hammer of a, of a blacksmith. Until he uh, he has kavana next time, we don't allow him to repeat it again because therefore thereby we would be we would be mevaza kodesh brachu. We said in the Mishnah, mechane v'arayis mishan kinosu. If a person is mechane v'arayis, meaning to say he changes the translation of the pesukim of the isur of arayis. Tanavesis arayis teaches what does it mean? He says instead of ervas aviv, um, it means klon aviv, means disgracing his father, klonim or disgracing his mother. Homer, if the person has moves that don't give your child, don't pass your child before the Molech, the Zara. He says it means don't take uh, an Armenian woman, Tan and It's she says that the Pasuk is referring to a Yisrael who marries a Kusis, a non Jewish woman, and he has from her a son who will go and be Avodazara, as opposed to taking the son, and passing him before the Molech of Azara, he means having a non-Jewish child who then himself might choose to be Oed of Azara. So in these cases, Meshad Kinoso. Interesting thing is, the Mephashim say that Targum Yenesim and Azil on these Pesukim actually say these things. Targum Yenesim and Azil on these Pesukim does say Klonav Klonimo, and he does say um, not to take a non-Jewish woman for a wife. So some say that uh, the Arch but the issue is that he says Arma, an Armenian, a non-Jewish, not, not any non-Jewish woman, but specifically an Armenian woman. And others say the Maritzchia says that that might be what Yenis Menazil says. There might be a draft, there might be an alternative reading of the Pasuk, but in the Tzibor, in front of everybody to be Mutargim that way, that's inappropriate. You have to be Mutargim according to the, the Pashti Bikra. The Mishnah says, Maisa Ruvain Nukavla Mutargim. The Maisa Ruvain, when the Torah describes Ruvain, the Pasuk uses the term that he that he laid with Bilha the Pilagish to his father. It refers to something else that he did moving Yaakov in his bed from one hole to the other. But we don't read or when we read that Maisa Ruvain, it's Nikra we read it, we don't read the Targum. We don't want people to hear Damyarits to know exactly the Targum what happened. It's a Ginai for Ruvain. Maisa Tamar, when the Torah describes the Maisa with Yehuda and Tamar, 
her Tamar dresses up like Yezoda, and Yehuda is with her. So that, again, Nikra, it's red. Umetargim, and we do read the Targum. There it's not considered a Gnai. We'll see the Gemara why you read that. Maisa Egel Arisha. The Maisa Egel Arisha, the first time the Torah relates to the story, what happened with the Egel, until Aaron repeats the story to Moshe Rabbeinu, Nikra, Umetargim. So that we read, and we're Umetargim. Basheni, but the second time, when Aaron is repeating the story to Moshe Rabbeinu, Nikra, so that we read, Hello Umetargim, Aaron Umetargim, we don't want people to hear. Because there you have the Pasuk, that Aaron says he threw the gold into the fire, it sounds almost like the eagle had power, there was something to it, and we don't want Dami Aret to think that. So we're helping with argument, they won't know exactly what we read. Birkas Kayanim, right, the Pesukim of Birkas Kayanim, that we read, and uh, we're not metargim. The Rambam explains that we're not metargim, that the word should be added in, that we read it and we're not metargim. And the Rambam explains that the reason why we're not metargim is... Because this is, the Pasuk says that Akash Baruch is not no Sipanim. Now Akash Baruch gives uh, people what they deserve. And because Panim it says, Yisra Hashem Panim, it sounds like he is no Sipanim. He does overlook things. So people can't understand that. So we don't uh, we don't bring it to their attention. Maisa David Amnon, the Maisa of David and Amnon in the in the Navi is, the Bach changed it to Loinik, we don't read that Maisa. Lomitag and Amitag made it something difficult to understand. We leave it out. Aim of the Yom Merkava, we're never going to be mafter with the Maisa Merkava to read about the Kisya Kavar Kaj Baruch Hu. Yehuda Mafter is mafter. On the Maisa we do that. Yehuda Omer he says in Mafter in Bahodes Yishalayim. You don't read the Haftar of Bahodes Yishalayim. It's a Haftar that speaks about the Taivos, the things that were wrong with Yishalayim. It's uh, it's not nice to bring out the things that are wrong about Yishalayim. Tanya Rama the Gemara brings a Brisa. It says Yesh Nikrin Umetagwin. There are some things. Some psukim that are red and mitargum. Yesh nikkun are some psukim that are red. V'lo mitargum without the targum. Yesh lo nikkun v'lo mitargum. That's something we avoid altogether. We don't read them. I'm not mitargum. Now the Gemara goes on to say which are which, and we'll leave that for tomorrow.